You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. And welcome to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. I'm not sure how this computer always winds up fast. I, I set it and it, uh, it's supposed to be on ultra solar time or water solar time. You can time adjust the pendulum on the bottom, it swings. Is that it? Yeah. Maybe I should just quit, quit beating the uh, donkey that's pulling. I don't know. But anyway, welcome to the classic car show. I thought it was a monkey pushing it. No, the monkeys are all in uh, in D.C., I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah, either that or punks a taunt. No, that's the groundhogs today. Is it groundhog today or tomorrow? Tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. Okay. And the Super Bowl, and we're all going to stay up and watch the Super Bowl. Oh, well, probably not. Or I probably not. Yeah. I think Duck Dynasty comes on tomorrow night. Do it's going to be yeah. a close contest. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I know what I'm going to watch before the Super Bowl. I'm going to be locked in on O'Reilly and your president talking. Wow. Yeah, I, I saw that. So on, I saw the ad for that on the. Yeah. That that uh, that I, ought to really be exciting. Oh yeah, I'm just I just can't wait to listen to that. I think I'll be adjusting my torque wrench. I think that's yeah. a good idea too. Yeah. Or I may be mm-hmm. torquing my adjustable wrench. Yeah. Oh, well, that your Oklahoma <laughs> socket <laughs> or your Mexican speed wrench. Yeah. I've got yeah. both of those. You got both of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> probably one of them is probably undocumented. Uh, both. Uh, both are <laughs> undocumented. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, well. I, 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 I just can't get excited about this football stuff. Well, you know, I, I always. Uh, and, and even during the season, I, I will watch some games only because I, I sort of – some of their abilities and their talent are incredible, you know. But it has gone past – oh, Fran Talkington was on last night on Bill O'Reilly. Oh, really? And um, Is he really? Gosh, he's, he's got to be, what, 103? Uh, no, I, I would not talk about his age, Mr. Weber, because he, it's very close to him. Is he really? <laughs> God bless him. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, he, he was. I, I, I've met Fran a couple of times when he was uh, doing his thing in Atlanta, whatever that happened to be. But uh, well, he's very uh, successful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's he's in real up. estate too, isn't he? Like, yeah. Uh, he, well, he was. And, he did a little shade and tree stuff, I think, for a while, and then all of a sudden he became very reputable. And you know, yeah, he did the TV shows for quite mm-hmm. some time. And, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, he's trying. He he was. Yeah, he, and he made I, a lot I found of money. it very interesting last night, and what he was saying is that, you know, uh, the last question is, if would you let your son play professional football today? And he said, no, not at all, because it's turned into a killer squad, and the, the helmets that they're using are using for for weapons. And he said, you know, they're trying to get a handle on it, and they're doing, you know, they're doing the best they can. But um, ten years, football's gone. You know. Pardon? Ten years, football's gone as we know it. It'll go well, back to soccer like in England? No, it'll just go – it'll go away or it'll be like a modified touch football. They, <laughs> they, they, no, I'm serious. It's going to go away. They're, they're – every day, are you, in every program that's on TV, they're, they're, they're whining about this stuff. Well, you know, it's, it's – uh, it's beyond whining, I guess, and that they're, they're getting seriously – of course, injured and you know, you know, and, and they've taken the sport out of it, and they are the, they've taken the fun out of it, the uh, finesse, yeah, and 
if I go to a football, and and it's even true with college now. They've gone. They're professional. They're not. Yeah. Did you read in the paper this week they about the union? They yeah. want to unionize Northwestern. Yeah. Wants to. Yeah. They unionize want to unionize their, their, their players. So anyway, it's just the minor uh, what, leagues. What, what uh, Talking had to say was very interesting last night, and in that, uh, um, you know, he, he had gotten injured and so forth, but not uh, not. And the he has that like great that. record too. Yeah, he and Jim Kelly from Buffalo Bills and yeah. the New Minnesota yep. Vikings. Yep. And went to four and lost four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, where are we with classic cars? Oh, today? well, I, I just – something came up, obviously, in our, our pre-meeting this morning mm-hmm. about listening to our show or any of America's web radio shows on uh, – while you're driving in the car. And uh, we were talking about the fact that you can download the app and you go to the iTunes store, if I remember correctly, David. Yeah, you can go there and download any of our archives, any of the podcasts that we do, like this one. But people can listen to us live. Absolutely. I'm not sure our friend Ron on the West Coast will get up early enough to listen to us live. but uh, Well, we've done a couple of dead shows, too. Yeah. Those just sort of fit in at one yeah. point or the other. Yeah. And no, I, I want to thank everybody. And, and what brought this up is the fact that uh, we just had January, and, and, of course, it had 31 days, obviously. But uh, our biggest month ever with 60,224 people coming to our website. And a lot of them were listening or they had been there before and come back and were doing this. Or it's doing America's that. Web Radio. Probably America's a lot of spiders. Pardon? Probably a lot of spiders. Do you think? Yeah. We, there are some spiders that do it. Yeah, sure. I would think so. But, uh, you know, all I can do is go by the numbers. And, uh, numbers we, are we good. Had, we had a, a very good month and appreciate it. We're, we're projecting to do about 54,000, 55,000 in uh, February because of being a short month. But uh, overall, we had, we had a, a record year in 2013 and look to have a, another record year in uh, 2014. So, want to thank everybody, and uh, beyond popular belief, I, I like to hear from everybody, and uh, we even take complaints. We toss them, but we take them. So, where do you take them to? Well, that's the, the toss machine. The oh. toss machine goes in the, in the <laughs> shredder. Um, do you think uh, Groundhog Day tomorrow, Punxsutawney Phil, will affect our listeners for the month? Do you think if he sees his shadow or not? <laughs> Well, I understand that he was seen at a bar recently. Oh, was he? uh, Yeah, a little little happy juice there. (laughs) Well, we have one here. Who is it? General Lee here. Yeah, General General Lee. General Lee, we have one. General Lee's out uh, chasing the uh, Yankees. But, uh, I, you know, were you on the Internet yesterday by chance or you got any of the guard? I I, I must say, the Internet to me is – be it Al Gore's or whoever, is fantastic, and I think it's uh, probably sustained our country at this point uh, when the media, when the mainstream media has let us down. However, with that being said, just like anything else, you've got your own brand of kooks that are there. So on the media that came out yesterday that uh, this coming week, Atlanta, the forecast was for Atlanta to get seven inches of snow. I think they were making fun of us not being able to handle two inches, much less getting seven inches. So. Yeah. 
So did you all do anything during during our, our major snows, our blizzard of 14? Did you all uh, do anything to your cars to make a difference? No. I brushed the snow off of them. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> they were sitting outside? Uh, well, I you have to understand, I have a few cars in my driveway that um, belong to family members who are vacationing in Montana. And uh, Montana? Yes. Snow skiing. So they're having a good time out there, and I'm watching that. But I got my 40-plus-year-old snow shovel down off the wall, which I kept and have kept through every move. Oh, I got move, a couple, yeah. Including two moves to California and back. But uh, I've always kept it as a memorial. And uh, did you keep one when you came yeah, down I have from one. Jamestown? Yeah, I have one. Yeah. I, I have a couple of snow shovels. Yeah, of course, and this is one of those that's cast iron with a, with a wooden handle that won't break and yeah yeah i used it yesterday did i used it the day before and the day before <laughs> no i just sat there and watched it melt did you yeah. <laughs> well, you know i, I don't I, care uh, go ahead well, was, you're retired uh, i yes. must say the hyundai i was very thankful to have it i appreciate it and uh, it did very well tuesday night well, front wheel drive cars yeah, yeah. leanne yeah. was uh stuck at school until about uh Six, well, this was a total uh, disaster. This is yeah. I mean, well, I, this just ridiculous what happened. It, absolutely. And I, I we were talking about it uh, last night, uh, or a friend and I were talking about it. And, uh, you know, I can appreciate it certainly came in faster than anybody anticipated. But, you know, we, it, it's like that stupid bet meddler or whatever i don't know if you saw her comment well this is proof positive that uh, there's global warming because atlanta had snow we have snow it's more <laughs> uncommon oh it's more i uncommon didn't know to, that yeah uh, <laughs> i'm glad she's cleared that up oh man so, now, now so not... snow is a proof of global warming yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. glaciers are also proof of global warming and the one stuck up her no and and, and <laughs> along the equator is proof of global freezing. I I, 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 I guess. Yes, I think and you're you right gotta, there. You got to <laughs> ask Al on Al yeah, Gore's you, internet. So. You have got to be stupid. Kids up, people. Be. You, you, <laughs> your logic makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, you know, I've been thinking. And what they did <laughs> between the the mayor of Atlanta, who's he's going to have to take reading lessons, or you know, or take the GED or whatever it's called to get through. <laughs> I mean, he, not that he's an embarrassment, but I, I thank God I don't. Well, both of them, he and Deal, but, and um, they're blaming the weatherman. Well, uh, you know, the thing is, it's all happened before. It's not like this was something new. And this wasn't and, uh, even much compared no. to what's happened before. No, oh no, no, and you know, it would have uh, the stupid guy letting everybody out at the same time. That was that, and then that plugs up the jug and. And the school. No, don't you go talking about my jug. I'm the the, the, only the guy one that, that I that. like that I heard, and I heard this yesterday, and this finally got got out only yesterday. Maybe you've heard it about that the mayor and the city cops no. going on the emergency lane on the downtown connector because he had to get to WSB because he had a national conference. So damn everybody else. He had two cars in front, him, two cars behind him, so he could get to WSB from downtown, so he could do his national interview. Well, well, it's a political year, isn't it? 
Isn't I he up for know. re-election? You know, when, when you get an email from a close friend and it says, that's your mayor? Yeah. With a big question mark after it? And then you, the next one says, that's your governor? Yeah, and then you just <laughs> sort of don't answer it. You, uh, but the guys, the the, the weather guys on... on uh, At least Deal came out and apologized, and he said, I made a mistake, you know? I, I can give him that. The The other doofus was... Say what? <laughs> but but the, yeah, it it was just unbelievably dumb. Well, and then yeah. you had some people that said, "Oh, it's not going to snow." <laughs> but the weather <laughs> the, the weather men got went right after. They did not take that laying down from Bozo no. and Bozo Two. They 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 just let them have it. <laughs> okay. With that being said, it's Uh-oh. time to take a break. We'll be back with. Whatever this show's called, and then after that. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. Membership. Are you an IHC member? Access to the Institute for Healthcare Consumerism's breaking news, industry trends, expert blogs, and networking with IHC's industry-wide member community. IHC membership puts you at the focal point of the dynamic health and benefit industry, allowing you to join the conversation and collaborate with industry stakeholders and your peers. Your IHC membership includes a subscription to Healthcare Consumerism Solutions Magazine, Healthcare Exchange Solutions Magazine, Annual Publications Healthcare Solutions Superstars, and Healthcare Solutions Outlook, a free white paper, and much more. Sign up as a free IHC member or $99 premium IHC member today at www.theihcc.com. That's www.theihcc.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Okay, we're back on the classic car show, and we're going to talk cars. And Jim's got the well, got the subject over Steve, there. Steve's talking about scratching an itch, and we've been talking about this. And uh, there's actually some substantiating evidence that guys like us. What do they call us? The the ones that are oh, we're, we're, yeah, yeah no we're no. we're not we're not millennials or no, whatever we're, yeah. we're, baby boomers baby boomers oh, yeah boom all right well baby anyway we've boomers. already scratched the itch <laughs> we found out they were crappy cars yeah. <laughs> they were crappy <laughs> of, when they were new and now they're crappy now of, of the forties basically from the shoebox up through. The 67 to 70, when the smog started, and those cars were really bad because you'd take a 300-horse motor and it'd be 195 well, horse to they, pass they, emissions. Yeah, but, but they still had uh, – it was 75 is when it got really bad because it was not mandatory until 75. That's correct. So seven of the 71s, 2s, and 3s still had some decent power. Yeah, but, but California – 68 in California. You, PCV you, valve. And smog pumps. Like, totally. Yes. I, I like pumping smog. Like, wow, totally. <laughs> gnarly. This show just went downhill <laughs> gnarly, again. Gnar- gnarly. But Who cares it, what happens in California? Yeah, but my point is, the government 
49 states and the EPA started taking all the air resources board stuff yeah, and, and making it making mandatory it, by 75. 75 it was. We had to put on the, the heavy bumpers with all the crash tests yep. to protect ourselves yep. from ourselves and yep. our incompetent driving. So, but... Not that where there was none of that visible this week. Here, <laughs> there wasn't. <No. laughs> Have you heard about a, a, a two-passenger car being built in Nashville or Memphis or someplace, maybe even Chattanooga? But it's a it's a two-person vehicle, front and back. It's a whatever you'd call that, and it's like sixty-one hundred, but it has a five-star rating, safety rating. Um, yeah, isn't it called a Davis, Davis or something? Oh, Davis was years ago. No, no, was, no, no. This is a new thing. A new yeah. Davis? I knew something. I think it's David or Davis or something like well, that. Well, the Davis know, was a three-wheel car built in California back in the 50s, wasn't well, this it? Is, this I don't is, know. This I is back to that. And, but it has a, it has a combustion yeah. engine. Uh, yeah, I saw that in the paper. Yeah. Wow. They haven't released them yet. They're still no. in their development stage. Huh. Are but they electric? No. It's, it's a hy- hybrid, I hybrid. think. Okay. I think it's a hybrid okay. car. No, I don't think. I, I think it's just strictly. I, I just read it. So I saw yeah. some blurbs about it. Well, I was stuck at homeness over the. I don't think I want to be in one of them, but they said it has a five-star well, safety rating. Well, it's like a rating, smart but, car. A smart yeah. car's got a five-star rating, supposedly. It does. Yeah. No, I don't think five. I think it's four. Four? It's a four. Yeah, it did pretty well. Yeah, and you know, how does it do with a Mack truck hitting it? Does or it a just garbage bounce? truck? It or just drives under it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with which wheel? Yeah. yeah. Do you think? We, I don't think we're going to replace Jay Leno the way we're going. Are do will we today? No, okay. I don't think All so. Right. <laughs> so anyway, I, the, my friend's not not lying to me about the the car. I I just I don't think I would feel comfortable in something that small. I don't. I wouldn't feel comfortable in a mini, but. Yeah. Well, can I go back to yes, the yes. boomers now? Absolutely. Just, um, Hemmings does a, a daily, I guess, what do you call it, a blog or a, a newsletter on the Internet. And they were talking the last couple of weeks about how the value of muscle cars and American cars had I won't say stabilized, it pro- bottom, wouldn't you use that yeah, word? Yeah, bottom, yeah. And uh, then all of a sudden the uh, March Car and Driver shows up this week, and it's done some research based on some folks from Haggerty's. And the article says, for sale by Boomer. And one of the little notes on the side is 58% of the roughly 5 million collector cars in the U.S. are owned by baby boomers. And it goes on to say they may have created today's classic car market, but they could also crash it. And I'm talking primarily domestic cars, and I'm not talking the Ferraris and the Bugattis and the Fagoni Falashi bodied cars. I always hated a Fagoni. Did you? Yeah, I know. I, I you have to put too much ketchup on them. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. What about your Vignali bodied cars? Yeah, Vignalis. Vignalis are not, but they're they're not bad with hey, espresso coffee. You just put chocolate syrup on Vignalis. Oh, do you? I usually, I usually don't. I eat them plain with espresso. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so for those that are interested, um, sick. I'm sorry. You know, we often talk about. Chevy's 55, 56, 57s, and the Bel Air convertibles, according to the research, are flat. 
And there aren't too many cars that... Uh, well, the special car, something with a provenance, something that this car was 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 this yes, or that, that or whatever. Yeah, those, those might increase in value. But the other thing, there's still people today that want the first couple of years of Mustangs. There, yeah. There's still some interest in that. And as we've said before, the Model A Ford... My gosh, that's still the best bargain if you want a pre-war yeah, It hasn't car. gone up. It hasn't gone down. It no. stayed the same. You know, they may pick up a little over a period of time. Yeah. But you figure, I've always said, you buy a Model A Ford for ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000, keep it for 10 years, and sell it for fourteen. What other hobby can you do that in? Yeah. And had all that, all that mm. fun with it, enjoyed it, and done stuff. Well, but here's something else that has come up. The Europeans have an inordinate amount of money available to come over here and buy European sports cars. Mm-hmm. Some of your favorites like Porsches, short wheelbase Porsches, 911s and 356s have gone through the roof. In Can price. somebody tall drive a short Porsche? Short wheelbase? Well, it's, it, it, it depends <laughs> upon whether they have a long wheelbase or not. <laughs> but anyway, my, my point is there's European cars like those and Alfa Giulietta's and all of a sudden, are you looking at TDs now? I mean, they're like twenty five. 20, yeah, twenty five thousand. Yeah. yeah, MGAs are pushing twenty, and early Bs are doing fifteen. Yeah, you still got your early B, don't yeah, you? Yeah, still okay. sitting there. Well, hopefully, I haven't done a thing with it. Well, you haven't had time. No, no, but, but no, I, I I agree, and and I'm glad to see it happen. Uh, uh, this stuff, hot rods too. That a few years ago. A nice, if you will, thirty-two Ford Roadster was forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars. Now right. you see them all day long for under thirty. An open wheel thirty-two Ford Roadster with wow. a typical small block Chevy. Yeah. You know, turbo four hundred. Yeah, glass body cars. Yeah. yeah. You know, but they were they were forty, fifty thousand not long ago. Yeah. Now they're down to thirty. Well, and, and the one other thing that came out in this is the uh, resto mods, where you take a 57 Chevy and put it on a modern chassis. A lot of people are doing that to drive it. A l- yes. A, yeah. lo- a lot of the old guys our age have had enough. They still want the old car look, but um, they want it all looking stock except for the drivetrain. Yeah, and and the air conditioner. Yeah, air they, conditioning and pop, yeah. you know, and... and you know, power steering. And, and I power remember brakes. you said you rode up to New Jersey in a mid '50s Chevy or early '60s Chevy. You and Brenda to a meet. Oh God, yes, that was horrible. In the yeah. back seat of that 427 Chevy. Yeah. And, oh. <laughs> yeah. And, and that was an original car. Yeah, right? it was a real car. Yeah. 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 That was an AACA car. Yeah. Oh God, what a horrible thing! Huge yeah. car with no back seat, and the back seat was bent over. I mean, you sat. Yeah. Your head that, hit the yeah. roof, and yeah, it's just stupid. Yeah. Well, Two door sedan, and you couldn't get out. Speaking of of things like that, the other thing is um, Volkswagens, Beetles are going up. Yeah. And it's the 75th anniversary this year. It was 1949 when the first two first Beatles one. were imported into the U.S. And they're going way up. Just just, just think, yeah. And, and Type 2 buses. 
especially well, the, one the buses, with all the windows. Yeah, yeah, the buses are they're 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 kind of weird. And that st- and they had that truck looking thing, that pickup truck looking yeah. thing. Well, it was a bus with a back cut off. Yeah, yeah, a double cab pickup and single cab pickup. Yeah, those things are. Uh, we have, I have a friend that has a very very nice one. A pickup? No, the the bus. The bus. The, yeah, the bus. My parents had one of those Westfalia campers. Yes, pop tops. Yeah. Yeah. That was a cool little thing to have. Yeah, they had a little stove and a refrigerator. Yeah, they had a bed, a two people yeah. bed in the back yeah. and stuff. That's and, neat. Yeah, they. Eat. And those those are through the roof. Yes, they really they, they never really went down. No, I don't think. no. There's a guy in North Georgia that Pete knows that's uh, that restores those. Yes, his, uh, Hank Young is his name. Yeah, yeah. He was the guy that was on the biker build off. He won. He had. Wow. He, he had. He went to work here with a guy named Joe Smith. Joe Smith is a very interesting guy. He comes to the Romeo Breakfast. Is he still around? Yes, he is. He's two hundred and thirty-seven. Because <laughs> I thought he give or take a year. I thought he moved up in the mountains no. somewhere. No, well, he he moved up near Buford. He moved up near Buford, yeah, which is he's he's a flathead specialist. He exactly was, and he, Joe Smith used to have a shop here on North Druid Hills Road years and years and years ago. And his catalog was a pic on the cover of his catalog, Joe Smith Automotive, was him in a 32 Ford Roadster right after World War II with Ardun cylinder heads on it and Eddie Murray, uh, is it Murray? Eddie Murphy, Eddie Meyer. Eddie Meyer. Eddie Meyer, hot, uh, tall manifold with two, two, two big carburetors on it. Yeah. And that was the cover. And he still got the heads and he's been offered a zillion dollars for those Arden heads. Yeah, well, there's a guy making them now on the West Coast, Don Orozco. Yeah, well, with, and he's taking care of the oiling problems and stuff like that. But but he, he still has the, the those original. That's uh, neat. Heads. Yeah, he's a very nice guy. And then he, to go back to the finish the story, he, he got out of the business. Hank Young bought Joe Smith Automotive. Joe wanted to retire. And he moved up across from the National Cemetery in Marietta where the, the, all the soldiers are. Uh, burial grounds, and then he got into the bicycle, uh, motorcycle stuff, and was on biker build off. He won, I think, both times he was there. And the guy that worked with him, you're allowed to have a system. His name was Josh, Josh Mills. Josh yes. Mills has his own place now, and that's where my friend hot, Gary yeah. works. Yeah, and and Josh, uh, we gonna break. <laughs> I guess. All right. All right. We'll all right. Talk I'm going to go get some ice water. Well, and we're going to talk about Josh Mills when yeah. we come back because yeah. one of his vehicles just won a big award at Pomona. David? We'll be right back after this. PrivateHealthCareExchanges.com. Have you checked out the only online guide where employers, health plans, brokers, and consultants can navigate private exchange and defined contribution markets? Browse PrivateHealthCareExchanges.com today. The emergence of private health insurance exchanges represents perhaps the most significant shift in how Americans purchase health benefits in years. As employers move their employee population into private exchanges, this trend is on a growth projection into the 2015 benefit year and beyond, according to research published by Allegis Technologies. 
Visit PrivateHealthCareExchanges.com today to browse our national searchable directory and for Healthcare Exchange Solutions magazine and newsletter. Be sure to submit your listing for inclusion in this groundbreaking guide at www.PrivateHealthCareExchanges.com. That's www.PrivateHealthCareExchanges.com. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. You're listening to americaswebradio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Okay, we're back on the Classic Car Show, and I was just asking Jim, and, and we'll get Steve's two cents worth as well. How many folks? How many folks? On, that's for the ice. How many folks do you think under forty? Would you even go higher than that, or would you stay under forty? Um, I'd probably honor your forty. I mean, it, there'll, there'll be minuscule increase between forty and fifty, but just under forty. How many? How many folks do you think, Steve, under forty or forty and, and less? When you all were talking a minute ago about a flathead, would even have a clue what you were talking about? Very few. I, I was telling Jim, I remember, I grew up with a V8, and so the first Overhead flathead, valve V8. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the first flathead I saw, I thought it was from aliens or something. You know, I was about like a, about a foot wide, not quite, but mm-hmm. probably... They're about six inches. Yeah, six to eight inches or something like that. And then the, the spark plugs... What the hell is, you know, I've never seen one. Yeah, a lot of people haven't. No, not many do. Not many do. No, I, no, when, I, I, when, I, when I drive the old Cadillac and uh, we stop and the uh, uh, hood is up, people ask me all about that. They don't have any idea what that thing is. Because that, that 346 cubic inch Cadillac engine, and that they are about a foot wide. Yeah. That, the people say, God, that's a huge engine. Yeah. Because it looks massive. It well, only weighs like twelve thousand pounds. <laughs> and, and and what people don't realize is that engine powered tanks. Two of them, yeah. The Two Sherman of those, tanks. the Sherman tanks for World War Two, and they were everywhere from the desert to the Russian front in the winter time. Yeah, that's so. why there's so much. That's why it's a good car for somebody that wants a bigger car than a Chevy or a Ford or Plymouth, because there's so much stuff. Well, mechanical it, stuff around. You, you got Jimmy Dorsey's orchestra that plays in the back seat. Yeah, and 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 there's there's new engines in crates that's Still, never been used. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, surplus. Yeah, yeah, they're just they're all, there's a lot of stuff around. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, a lot and, of stuff. And that is, I think, what they did is they melted down anvils that cast iron. Oh, that, not, yeah, it's not thin wall casting. No. I mean that that's the stuff I break it's, out. In the I eyes. could I could hardly, I don't know if I could. Per, pick up a cylinder head from that i'd probably need another guy to help me take a cylinder head off because yeah. huh. the ca- it's about this thick yeah and it's you know like i mean you're looking at a huge thing of cast well, iron well and, and the old straight eights the flathead straight yeah. eights too yeah or the buicks yeah so um, you're saying there's still 
Yeah, there's new ones. They're brand new. They made war surplus. They had to fix the tanks. They're still around. Guys have, they have they're usually they in the Cadillac LaSalle Club. You'll see them advertised all the time. You, you, and then Ford Flatheads. They discovered a bunch of Ford Flathead in, industrial or, or war surplus engines in France. What ten, fifteen years ago? I don't and know. that I don't. know. Yeah, and uh, same thing because the French bought that engine and put it in. I think it was Simca's Vedettes or the little one. The yeah, the little V8, the V8 small one. But the V8 85s too. There were some of those also yeah. over there. So, but uh, anyway, uh, yeah. No, I, I. There wouldn't be many that would know. There's not many people that even know how to drive under the. I, I, I I'm sure under thirty. I bet there's not five percent that could drive a standard shift. Yeah, I can get into any one of them drive it. That's what we're afraid of. <laughs> At your age. <laughs> no, I, I. You know, I used to enjoy. My my youngest son had a had a stick, and uh, I used to enjoy I driving it. Every... I always had him at Hyundai till yeah, a yeah. company car. I was the only one. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were test driving. Then. No, but they quit making them. There's only one one Hyundai left, and that's the the base cheap accent. Well, you can't get an Elantra with a stick anymore. I don't think so. Or a they said it's two percent of the production max. Whoa. But and this the, the the base model accent comes with roll up windows. AM, FM, one CD, no power, anything, but you could add air. The dealer would have to put it on. It doesn't come with air. Huh. And it, wow. And they pay you how much to take one off their hands? Oh, it's a great car. Yeah. I, well, going back to what oh, to, we were originally talking about, Josh Mills, and, and Mills Hank. Custom, and yeah. Hank. Anyway, well, Hank got into this. When the Spiker build-off started, he... He was involved in custom motorcycles and had done very, very well. And they asked him to be in Biker Build-Off. And I'll tell a little story on Josh, too. They were with um, the first time they were competing, or maybe it was the second time, with some guy, Oriental guy from from uh, California, and another guy that he was his assistant, like Josh was Hank's assistant, and, and the guy that was this other guy's uh, uh, assistant and uh, Josh got into a altercation. And is that where you go to? The, yeah, that, yeah. The, <laughs> anyway, that, that like going to it was a very shop? short altercation, and Josh was standing. <laughs> oh, that's not like when you get your suit altered. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not an alteration. But, <laughs> an alteration, yeah, 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 an alteration. But anyway. So uh, when he did the the Lakewood special named after the old Lakewood racetrack here, yes. uh, he asked me, he says, can you, you want to ride this thing? And he got it, and I, I, I sat on it, and it had no suspension. The seat was solid, and it was a wicker uh, a cane or whatever they call it, seat. Yeah. With a little, so you kidding me? <laughs> well... Anyway, Josh is yeah. in business. And, and it's and Mills Custom. Yep, and, in Marietta, uh, yeah. And they, he, he's always busy. Oh, they, those guys are. Well, the sad thing is, they've got two projects there guys like us that were halfway through the projects and died. And the families are trying to get them to finish them. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, yeah we hear that, it more that and more. Forty uh, at the, at the, and, uh, at the Romeos, our 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 weekly newsletter is is a part of it. Is who who's who's dead and who's almost? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the other thing is Pomona, the road, you know, National Roadster Show. Bugsy went out. Yeah, to he it. went but out to the Roadster. I had show. dinner with Gary last night, the guy that works yeah. for Josh. And that 32 Cabriolet, the maroon one with the white Carson top and the white leather that the guy here in town owns? Yes. Finney's second. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did very well. Yeah. I thought that was absolutely stupendous. Yeah. Scott Scott Eakin's uh, uh, brother's big into hot rods. Is he? Yep. He wow. goes every year. So, Scott, I don't know if Scott went out and spent time. A lot of times he'll go out and fly out and go. Yeah. Go with him to all of this stuff, but anyway, no, the 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 hobby's changing a lot, and I don't, you know, I I don't think it's anything we can do about it. I'm getting to the point where I it's just a cycle. I think there are certain cars that are always going to have a following; they're not going to go away, um, and they become objects of art now, like the Ferraris. Are- yeah, but that's I'm not talking about those kind of cars. That's just different. That that's a whole different. Game. It is like like Bugattis and Duesenbergs and Cord L twenty nines and that kind of stuff. Right, they're always going to be a desirable vehicle. Yes, but they're I'm talking about a, a you know Plymouths and 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 forty uh, six Fords and that kind of stuff. They're they're just going to be there, you know, and they're just going to go away because the, the the young people that are coming up have very little interest in that stuff. It doesn't mean anything to them. They can't relate to it. And well, there's not enough electronics in it. Well, and, and like I said, that, that survey, to me, the biggest eye-opening thing was that survey, and I think we talked about it several months ago, where they, they asked all those kids under 30, and 65% of them said they don't even want to own a car. They could live life without a car. That's fine. The millennials, yeah. Yeah, they don't like- care. And, and then they asked them, they asked him if you could get a new Corvette or a Toyota Prius, what would you pick? Yeah. And they said a Prius. Yes. So, you know, things are inevitably going to change. I think things like Model A Fords, and I know ones that are, are holding, matter of fact, they're increasing in value are brassier cars. Yes. People will want the first, the, where it all started. The brassier cars will, will, will be there. I, I wonder. Yeah, no, no. The brassier cars will because they're the first. Yeah, but and they're 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 actually increasing in value. Brassier cars are are continue not at a huge pace like they were ten, fifteen, twenty years ago, but they are holding their own or increasing. Yeah, especially the early well, ones. Okay, holding their own or increasing with who? What age? Old people or, like yeah. us. No, and young kids too. When I, uh, all right, as you guys know, I go to a lot of events. I see more young people at brass era car stuff than I do at AACA stuff. I believe that. I, I, I couldn't argue one way or the other. No, yeah, I do. I, yeah. I see, we see more, Brenda and I see more young people driving brass era cars than we do um, stuff. Model A's will always hold their value because, and so will T's. I think T's and A's will always be there simply because they're, Everything's available, it's affordable, and you can have a lot of fun with it. The thing about brass era cars, it's a broad spectrum, many manufacturers. I mean, there's hundreds. Like Stoddard, Dayton, and hundreds Briscoe, and, and EMF, and 
and, and things. And some of those are component cars. Some of them have Continental engines. Some of them have Wisconsin engines. Some of them evolved from race cars or evolved into race cars. Okay, like your friend, though, that has the brass car that maintains it in his own shop, basically building his own parts and stuff. So so the young people are interested. Where are they going to – how are they going to fix it if they – where are they going to turn to get it fixed? There will be people that will do it, but the cost of, of the unusual brass cars uh, – Maintaining a big car is 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 getting out of control. Yeah. You have to be a, you have to be a Harold Coker to play with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or you, if you can't do it yourself, uh, unfortunately, like my friend Art, that you I don't know if you've ever met Alan. We've had him. We, he's t- yeah, called a couple some, times, yeah. and and he's doing this underslung. But his whole family is engineers. Yeah. And he he has the ability to make and do most everything. He has a lathe and a mill and all that stuff. And I mean, this is commercial quality. He picked it up for nothing. The guy's machine shop. If you can move it, you can have it. Well, it's a you lot know, of that. A lot of machine shops have gone out of business. Yeah. All right, let me ask. So I just had this thought, which we, uh, you know, love and hate our computers and all this. If you could take a CAD system and you needed this part. Yeah, you make a part. part. Yeah, and, 3D. Yeah. Make me and one. And so then could it be transferred into a brass part? Or, sure. And, and make anything. And uh, Jay Leno's got one of those machines. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. There's several around here. Hmm. You, you, know, you just bring them, you just, they turn it into a 3D thing and the computer makes it. You can make a gun out of it now. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, uh, but you can make a Mexican speed wrench out of it if you want. <laughs> um, I think that was the first one I saw, actually. Yeah. Oklahoma yeah. socket, yeah. Yeah, Oklahoma socket set. Yeah, yeah probably made in Jamestown. Yes. <laughs> Crescent tool. Time. Yeah. So how... Uh, but, there are, you know, there, but, but weird cars are going to become limited. Um, is When I was getting into the brass car stuff, I was told there were only three to consider... And and that was a Model T, um, Buick, and what was the other one? Rio. Because there's enough stuff uh, around, so you're never going to run out of stuff because well, they were big. And the Buick is very reliable. Yeah, Buick is reliable. All of these cars are very reliable. And this is a guy, how many years have you owned your T now? God, I couldn't even tell you. Your whole life, damn near. Yeah, I, I couldn't even tell you the word, how long we've owned that white car. And, it, yeah. and he called me the other day and, and said, you'll be able to get your car in the middle of March. That's what I'm The guy doing the upholstery. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. we got to take our last break. We'll be back right after this. Are you into classic cars? Do you own a classic car? If so, you need to know J.C. Taylor Insurance, the absolute best place in the country for classic car insurance. They own classic cars, they support the industry, and have the best prices bar none. Go to jctaylor.com, get a quote, and tell them you heard about them on Radio Sandy Springs. Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. 
Solution Providers, are you aware of the Institute for Healthcare Consumerism's multiple marketing platforms? You're invited to get a little closer to IHC with our Solution Provider Membership Marketing Program. Through IHC's exclusive Solution Provider Membership, your business gets an all-access pass to engaging your prospects. This membership embeds your business within the Institute, which immediately aligns your company, its solutions, and your key executives with the nationally credible IHC brand and shows your support of the healthcare consumerism movement as a market-wide solution. And that's just the beginning. Contact IHC's Managing Director, Brent Macy, today at bmacy at theihcc.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Okay, so we're... Uh... We're back on football going away in 10 years. Yeah. Well, anyway, no, I, I, yesterday I was listening to – I can't remember where it was. And and they told – it has to do with football. They were talking about what Rush Limbaugh did. Apparently there was a retired NFL and veterans football game somewhere. I'm not sure exactly what, what the deal was. But uh, – um, Rush Limbaugh was somehow involved, and he was there, and and he gave the veterans that were there two tickets, ground-level seats to the Super Bowl for the veterans. He gave them all tickets to go. Beautiful. Yeah. Pretty cool. Good. Good. Pretty cool. Well, now that we've exhausted that. Um, all right, let's talk about your article you wanted me to read about the Model T and the yes, electric car. The or Tesla. Yeah. Yeah, Tesla. Yeah. There was a whack job. That was a race from Detroit to Long Island. Yeah, and the the T came in, what, 40 minutes later or something? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, first thing, the Model T was not a stock Model T. I read that very quickly, and he had a Ruxtel, a Warford, downdraft carburetor, and a Rajo head. Yeah, and and a two-speed rear end. Yeah, the, yeah, that's yeah. the that's the the Ruxtel. Yeah. So he could get on the interstate and go over sixty miles an hour with and, no brakes. Yeah, on a Model T. <laughs> no, on a Model T. Yeah. And so I was saying, oh wait a minute, I, you know, me doing twenty-eight miles an hour, I think I would bet on the Tesla. By yes. About two and a half days. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. No brakes. Well, they have brakes, but he he had mountain, he had Rocky, Rocky Mountain brakes. He had Rocky Mountain brakes. Uh, the stock T's don't have wheel brakes. They have a transmission band brake that lives in oil. So <laughs> there is no real wheel brakes. Rocky Mountain brakes are add-on brakes that they have a tiny emergency brake drum that's about this big in a Model T, maybe eight inches. And, and and these things are external, and they expand on the they, – they contract and push, and they're not very good either. And if they get wet, you have no brakes, none, zero. Terry can't drive his tea in the rain. I've they been with him. They were practicing this past week in Atlanta, Georgia, in all kinds of cars. Didn't have any with, brakes. With no brakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, they had no brains. The drivers had no brains. Had no brains, yeah. The, the Ruxtel that this guy had is a two-speed rear end, and uh, uh, it's normal and low for climbing hills. And then he had a Warford transmission, which was – these are all period accessories that belong on this car. Hmm. Uh, they gave you three speeds forward. 
So if you have, uh, you, you know, you can have a, a million combinations, but if you put everything in high and go, you can go 60, 70. Terry has that in his tea. And that car, when the guy that owned it before him had it, I've been 85 miles an hour in that Model T. I'm glad it was you. Yeah. yeah. Well, but see, he had. What's a, at, at that point? What is the vibration level? There isn't on any the, on because the he has, wheel? he has, he has wire wheels. Yeah. The wooden wheels are gone, so he has wire wheels. I mean, it's it's not it's so far removed from a stock Model T. Yeah, but you still had the the drive. The, I mean the the, the drive. The drivetrain. Drive yeah. But no, I'm talking about the the steering. Uh, but they probably, probably put a dampener on the steering. Yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of stuff you can do. I mean, that's the nice thing. We were, goes back to what we were saying with Model Ts and Model As. There's so much stuff available. Well, well and, wasn't, wasn't the an, an original a straight shaft type steering where the steering rod went down and you had just no, 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 no. You had a steering wheel. Well, yeah, I know you had a steering wheel, but when I'm talking about the steering wheel. The column went down. Yeah. So you're saying there were no tie rod ends or no yeah. ball joints? Or? Yeah, there were ball joints. Yeah. No tie rod ends. They yeah. didn't have. They, okay. they, there was no high ends. No. They were, they were just balls and sockets. Yeah. And your vibration level was. No, not really. Not if it's yeah. maintained. Oh. No, the wheels are balanced. But I believe that T in the article had wooden wheels still, which I don't know. I I, I can't me remember. To death. Yeah, but, yeah. Because buffalo wire, they call them buffalo wire wheels. Because they were made in Buffalo, New York, I believe, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then and then and then there's a new, another guy that makes them. Uh, they're very expensive. When I redid the wheels on my T, I had a choice of of redoing the wooden spokes, or um, going to this God, what's his name, wire wheel guy. Anyway, and buying wire wheels. The wire wheels are going to cost a little more, so. And I kind of really do like the look of the wooden wheels. On your car, I think that would have been a mistake to go. But to the wire buffalo, wheels. but the wire wheels make a whole lot of difference. If I were doing it again, I would, I, I would, I would have gone with the wire wheels because really? we drive it. It doesn't show, and I don't care. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but but McLaren is his name, and he makes excellent wire wheels. French, obviously, McLaren. Yeah. No, he's a Scotman. Or Scott. Angus McLaren. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, in, but anyway, uh, uh, so that was kind of an interesting story, but but uh, uh, I, I started, when I started on that, and the Model T is going to race this Tesla car, and I, 30 miles an hour? How many months is it right. going to take this guy to right. get here? So and I started reading more and more and more. But they had more. fun. That that yeah. was the other point. They yeah. Had fun oh, yeah. With the Model T, and these were young guys. These guys are probably late twenties, early thirties, and the, I mean, that's <laughs> what's neat about it. Are any of the local clubs still doing races? What do you mean? Uh, of, of any kind, be it from here to Macon, or even uh, even. Oh, you mean rallies? Or even there's rallies, rallies around they're here. Still doing rallies. Yeah. yeah, they still do rallies. That's too hard. That that's not fun. That's time, speed, distance, yeah, and you yeah. got to use your brain. And that—that's just not a fun ride, and you never ever take your wife on oh, one no. of those. <laughs> no, no. Well, I was a kid. You just take and throw her out and bring you. You just don't, you just find yeah. you get right behind somebody who knows what they're doing and just drive, follow them, and enjoy the ride. <laughs> and throw the book in the back and don't well, look at they, it. They have gimmick rallies as part of that, and then they've got some. 
where you have you're allowed instruments like a held a speed pilot. I usually like bring that. my trombone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And on the rallies, you never hear about them. It'd be interesting. It's not a thing for everybody. Yeah, but I, no. I, you know, well, let's let's go. I I agree on the rallies, but what if they did did some something else that would get people's attention besides the rallies? But well, know, like tours, the, Steve. They're the tours. I, I go on the tours. Steve does the tours. And who knows about the tours besides the people that are in the hobby, basically? Nobody. Well, and that's my point. But the great race, they are starting to make that an apparent event. Well, yeah, it has been. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it it started in the square downtown Marietta, and they had a huge turnout of people. To people to see it. Yeah. Uh, but your local, you know, your I always recommend anybody gets into the old car hobby. Once in, I don't care what it is, uh, even if it's a uh, one of those ugly new Corvettes, join a join the Corvette club. Meet other people with like interests, and they go do you know the newer the car, these guys will will, will take a uh, leave after work on Friday and go to the Corvette museum. And have hotel reservations and stuff, and have have a have a dinner somewhere, and stay at the hotel, get up to the Corvette Museum, do something else, and get a plant tour. And now they're building a racetrack up there in Bowling Green. In Bowling Green, right yeah. across yeah. from the Corvette Museum, really? they're building a racetrack. Really, and they'll I didn't have know events, that. and they'll take other cars than Corvettes, apparently, in the activities. Yeah, I like the Corvette Museum. It's yeah, really cool. I do too. And because you walk, you know, they always have the handicapped parking spots near the door. You know, uh, Joan, in our quest for guests, we ought to call the curator of the museum. Mm-hmm. Do you need to be cured? Probably. Mm-hmm. Heinz 57 or something. <laughs> I don't know. But, no. And yeah. there are other museums that we ought to... Uh, a lot of museums. There's a lot contact. of stuff. Yeah. A lot, a lot of stuff. There's not a lot. It, it's funny, for the size of Atlanta being one of the biggest cities in the, the country, there's... There's no car stuff here much. No, and, and that's Museum surprising. Stuff. Yeah, because GM had two assembly plants here. Ford, Ford had, had, two. had two. And, I mean, there's not that much interest. But, so. I, you know, is, is there a, uh, like with some museums, the museum out in uh, Canton, the Western Museum out there, which is, is very good, by the way, if you've ever... Been out, but anyway, is there a, a classic car or car museum association that you know? Yes, of? there is. Yes, there is. We we, get a hold we of just it. start AACA has come up with a program and um, they're putting a uh, custom designed literature and application rack in museums. But there is a museum. And and in turn they get they they get space on the on the website and other things so it's sort of a swap. How, how would you get a hold of the executive? I just can't remember the name. I can find out who it is, but there is a there is a national museum that every that they all belong to. Association. Yeah. yeah. What did, they all belong to? When did the Stone Mountain Museum close? Uh probably ten years ago. That was the last one. That here. was the only one only that was one. here. Yeah. But they all. Uh, not Studebaker. What was it that had the eye on the, 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 the Tucker. Tucker? The yeah, Tucker. The Tucker. Yeah. 
Well, was did Kofor own that museum or no? No, that no, that was uh, Protzman's. Yeah, Bobby and his uh, and Tommy Protzman. Yeah, uh, father and son. And when Daddy passed away, he ran it, and Stone Mountain basically put them out of business by jacking their rents up and doing all of this stuff. They just kept dicking around with him. So he said, "Well, too bad." They closed it and sold everything. Yeah, that is too bad. There's, I've been out there a couple of times many, many years ago. There's an interesting article uh, in this March issue of Car and Driver, which I'm going to give Steve now, about the best museums never stop moving, that Aaron Robinson, they're talking about the Peterson and the Mullen Museum and stuff. There's also a coupon in here for Cialis, if either of you are interested. I told you, you I tried that. You get a free 30-tablet trial voucher for Cialis. I tried that. I Did got you? naked. I dragged the bathtub outside. I got naked and sat in the bathtub and waited for Alice. And Nothing? Shit didn't happen. Nothing I was happened. really disappointed. <laughs> well, Jim, guess what? <laughs> oh, we're going to put the plug in the jug. <laughs> See you in a couple, it's three weeks. Yeah. It's time to do it. And we, we won't be here. We appreciate you all listening, and uh, we'll be back next week on America's Web Radio and the Classic Let me go pick up show. Mr. Roll.